Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. Uh, welcome to another episode, guys, of Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it could get you murdered. Uh, I am Aaron Black, as always, and then uh, with us is Nicholas Control Freak Luna. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and uh, special guest, we got Buddy Lee. Let's say what's up, buddy. What's good? Nice. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, buddy is from uh, uh, Philly, and... Um, I mean that's that's basically all I. It, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, buddy, like if you were to introduce yourself to someone and talk about your music career, what would you say? Uh, hey, yo, ask about me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nah. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'd say that I've been like a, a a very crucial part of the scenes in Philadelphia, San Francisco, Austin, Texas, and Atlanta. Before that, I was just. Regular ass bowl. Nice. Those are a lot of cool places to be a part of. Yeah. All right. So uh, today uh, we are going to go over the murder of Sherry Guess. Mm -hmm. Sherry Guess was murdered by a man named uh, Michael Daly, who, uh, like many of the people we kind of, um, you know, profiled during this. Uh, podcast is another guy who found out the hard way that to solve your problems the answer is not murder so <laughs> right yeah. who knows yeah who knew you know <laughs> you're, it, you're, you're almost like well how did he know I mean you know like that escalated quickly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he made a mistake no alright so um let's start with uh, Sherry Guest Sherry Guest uh, lived in Ventura California she went to Ventura High School in 1978. She was a classic California girl. Classic. Blonde hair, freckles. She, uh, she was a real knockout. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah, according to Nick, she was a real knockout. I mean, no, she was a very pretty girl. And, uh, I, you know, you just never know when you just see pictures of somebody who's deceased. Sure. Yeah. Right. Also, uh, can we just give a shout out right quick that our source of information is uh, Fatal Vows? Yes. Yes. The uh, uh, Everything we're going to talk about was from Fatal Vows. Uh, Fatal Vows uh, uh, opening is, what is it? It's like... Married is uh, being married is tough, but divorce is murder. Divorce, yeah. They say they say divorce is murder, which is one hundred percent not fucking true. If if the people on the show got a divorce, then they would just be divorced and not on a murder show. You know, if they just got divorced, they would be able to like live their lives happily. Well, maybe not happily, but like it's it, it's just an interesting like that nobody was like, oh wait a second. Actually, divorce might curb murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> divorce isn't murder. Divorce is just divorce. Murder is murder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Sherry Guest went to Ventura High School in 1978. Uh, she meets a man named Michael Daly her sophomore year who is half Mexican and half Japanese. And everyone just called him Hawaiian Mike. His nickname at school was Hawaiian Mike because he looked more Hawaiian than anything else. Hawaiian Mike. Hawaiian Mike. And uh, to Sherry, he was just downright exotic. He was so goddamn exotic. Yes. Mad dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> and in California, there's not much diversity, so that's so exotic. 
You're being so, yeah. You're yeah. Being, okay. <laughs> that was sarcasm. All right. So for everybody, the the hundred people that listen to this podcast, that was sarcasm from Nick Luna. <laughs> All right. So uh, they dated throughout high school, and uh, you know how like when you date someone in high school, you're just like so fucking in love, like you can't. You know, think of anything else. I, I can't think of anything other than a Hawaiian bike. Yeah. I actually don't know what that feels like because I didn't date anybody in high school. Well, didn't you go to an all-boys high school? <laughs> <laughs> Touche, yes. <laughs> I went to a... Um, other one, but... Uh, yeah, for... Two, uh, well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> you know... Uh, just to say that, you know, sometimes it's kind of confusing. All right. So anyways, they dated throughout high school and uh, after high school, they moved in. And which, which uh, mom was not cool with. No, she wasn't. She was not feeling Sherry's that. mom was not cool uh, with them moving in. But as she said in the episode, you could either accept it or lose your daughter forever. They basically moved in together after high school. Uh, Michael got a night job as a stock boy at a... Um, a uh, uh, grocery store, yep. which we think is Vaughn's, and uh, Sherry gets a job as a cash register person. So they were in 1982. They were married. It was a small wedding. Um, Sherry, uh, Sherry was apparently very devoted to Michael. Uh, she would do things like she would turn the shower on for him, so it wouldn't be cold. So it wouldn't be cold when she got in. I've never fucking heard of that anywhere. Has well, anyone done shit like that for you? Me? No. No. Nobody's, nobody's made water warm for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like, I don't know, maybe the building they were living, it, it, was, it took a lot to get the water hot. I don't, who knows? But uh, even if that was the case, no one would ever do that for me in a million years. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at this point, I'm thinking like, God damn, Mike, you got it made, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? And, and then and then he's like, mm, I feel trapped. And I was like, Mike, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I know you're going to get to this, but, you know, then they started, like, popping out babies. And if I were Mike at that point, I'd be like, yo, I'm Hawaiian Mike, man. I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hawaiian Mike doesn't, like, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> stay at home to raise kids. It's just not a thing that I do. So, uh, uh, Sherry is, um, yeah, Sherry's, like, super devoted. So, apparently, this guy, um, you know, he's out of high school. He has a, a young, pretty new wife who's who loves him. It, you know, it sounds like he's doing pretty well. I mean, they both work at a grocery store, so I don't know how well they're doing exactly. You know Two what? Kids? That's crazy. Well, wait a second. It didn't get there, they, well, get Nick. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh... Sherry gives birth to her first son in 1988, mm-hmm. and then two years later they have a son, another boy. Boop. So, um, she's just you know she's a a very fertile woman. They are going at it, <laughs> and she is responding biologically appropriately. Uh, Sherry and Michael uh, end up spending like way less time together. Sure. Right. Uh, Michael starts to feel trapped. He starts looking at other women. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, his libido is out of control. He is a sex fiend. If, a savage. If you know, <laughs> Michael would look around at things, and if it, you know, and he would go, "If I could fit my dick in it, it's going in there." You know, that was just. 
He's fucking Hawaiian Mike, man. Don't question his logic. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> like like Sherry would walk out and there's Mike, you know, like f- fucking pet. She walk. She walks into the kitchen and there's just Mike, like with a big, you know, watermelon with a circle in it, being like, "This is so I don't cheat on you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, don't judge me. Yeah, I'm doing you a favor, you know." Uh, so uh, and he also ends up starting to do drugs, which yeah, um, Mike. Yeah, I, I feel like. He was probably always doing drugs. He just, like, ramped it up when he got bored. True, true. I mean, you know, that's pure speculation on Nick's part. <laughs> you know? But, but you know, it could be true. What, I mean, with yeah. a name like Hawaiian Mike. I don't know. I, you know, I think, um, especially when he's when you get a job like the night shift at Vons. Like, you're just around all types of people. True, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how else are you going to stay up and, you know, stock those, like, you know, bottles of ketchup at four in the morning? You better be high on Coke. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to end up killing yourself. Um, so, uh, basically what ends up happening is Sherry has, like, two kids and, uh, like, what happens to most women who, uh, you know, uh, bear the gift of giving life to other whatever yeah putting in babies yeah is uh she ends up gaining a lot of weight not a lot of weight though right like she well yeah she didn't look like she gained that much weight but you know i grew up by california yeah but standards in the 80s i guess and hawaiian mike standards yeah hawaiian mike standards but also you guys are talking about the reenactment which is totally not the (laughs) thing that happened that we're talking about you guys know that right (laughs) you say no in in the reenactment also they like casted uh the actress playing uh Sherry like way hotter and then Hawaiian Mike is like this ugly like frumpy dude. That's fucked up. Yeah. Sorry actor. I don't know. I, I mean I think he has kind of like a boyish good look thing to him. Oh and well and the actor that played him man his acting chops are fucking spot on. <laughs> Once again sarcasm from Nick Luna. <laughs> um, so uh, Sherry started trying to lose weight and uh, to kind of keep Mike uh, interested in her. Because uh, he, she could tell that Mike was kind of like looking around, wanting to uh, get with other girls. Um, and uh, she also had something called uh, digestional diabetes, which doesn't sound good. I like food, so that's like, you know. It's a problem, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's funny, uh, in, the, in the show we're watching, Fatal Vows, they have these two experts come on. Oh, my brain trucks. Yes. And uh, and basically, one of them is a uh, like a psychologist, and the other one is a... Um, Relationship therapist. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Like my people, Stacy and Dr. And, Brian. And they'll come on, <laughs> yeah, and they'll come on and they'll be like, when you have one partner who wants to uh, have sex with everybody and acts out on that, uh, it kind of sometimes makes it hard for the relationship 
relationship to continue. And, <laughs> and it's like Dr. Bride, thank and, you. Yeah, and you're and you're like genius, yo. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm uh, like, what are you a doctor yeah, exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, only, if only you were, you know, around a couple of years ago, you could have saved Nick's marriage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, Dr. Brian. You're getting a harshly worded email. I I could just see, imagine like Hawaiian Mike talking to these guys and they're like, wait a second, I shouldn't fuck other people? I never thought of it like that. I never thought of marriage like, oh, I shouldn't just have sex with everybody I want to. And he's like, but even me, you know who I am, right? (laughs) I'm Hawaiian Mike, dog. And then they were like, oh, wait, you're Hawaiian Mike? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, never, never mind. mind what I just said. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Mike gets transferred to a Santa Barbara chain of the... Um, uh, we'll call it Vons. Vons, yes. Uh, so basically, now he's working uh, about 40 miles away from uh, his family. Mm-hmm. And this gives him ample opportunity to basically flirt with more women. Fucking Mike, man. Yeah. Yeah, he just he he his libido will not quit. And in 1989, uh, Mike starts an affair with a coworker named Sally Lowe. And he couldn't get any lower. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like that was her name. I had to say it. I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, sure he, he but he could. The thing is, he he did. Yeah. Um, he starts uh, basically. He starts bitching a lot about um, Sherry, his wife, uh, which is always funny to me. Being like, uh, she's just so devoted. Sometimes she even turns on the water so it's warm for me when I get in. You know. <laughs> it was like, at home, uh, there are money problems because you know of Michael's drug ta- habits. Uh, he's uh, snorting a lot of cocaine. Uh, Snort up the diapers and shit, yo. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Snorting up them diapers. It's fucked up, And, uh, yeah, and the diapers and the and the groceries, and it's just going all up his nose. And uh, basically, at this point, Sherry quits her job, and he, she opens a daycare center. Yeah, at their house. Yes. So, um, now... Uh, she basically opens a daycare center where there's a drug addict living there, uh, just doing... It's wilding out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Copious amount of cocaine. Yeah, in his garage. He's She's locked like, in the garage. Yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna go to my wood shop. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, and this really fucks up the Yelp reviews, right? <laughs> Sherry's great, but her husband seems to be high on cocaine all the time. <laughs> he's always at the wood shop, but I never see equipment. No. She, it, well, actually, he's in the garage, and then he, like, comes into the room, and he's like, all right, let's play. Who wants to play Duck Duck Dudes? You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this guy just has so much natural energy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Duck, 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 goose. And he's just like running around <laughs> the r- living room for like four hours. <laughs> well, and well, then Jerry's like, all the kids have left. You can stop doing that. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah all, all the kids are in tears, you know. <laughs> He picks up one little boy and he's like, this is what happens when you marry young. (laughs) (laughs) Look look at me. Look into my eyes. Do I look like a happy man? And the four-year-old that he's holding is like, I just shit myself and I don't know what you're talking about. 
But this will scar me for life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Sherry, um, uh, yeah, I said that part already. Okay, so um, basically Michael's abusing drugs and uh, everything's not good. Um, and uh, oh, and here's something else Michael would do. He would cruise around for prostitutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when he did, <laughs> he would use the name Mark. So he, his alias was Hawaiian Mark. Well, it just, it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's funny to me, in his mind, he would be like, yeah, maybe I was cruising around for prostitutes, but... Don't worry about it. I told people that I was Mark. <laughs> like he's talking to a friend and your his friend's like, dude, you you're doing coke, you're doing uh you know, you're fucking prostitutes, you're gonna you get busted. Yeah, 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 you're gonna get busted. And then he's like, No, 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 no. Mark was doing coke. Mark was fucking prostitutes. And Mark needs you to stay quiet about all this. Yeah, Don't yeah. tell Mark's wife. Yeah. Well, that's, that's like his defense. <laughs> Sally Loeb eventually breaks up with Mike when he has to get transferred back to Oxnard. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, while he's at Oxnard, uh, Michael meets a lady named Diana Han. 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 Who is also half Japanese. I wonder if they had a certain kind of special connection. Yes, they did, Nicholas. Uh, when he, <laughs> when he, when, so uh, basically, because they're half Japanese, uh, th- like they say that Michael and Diana like kind of had this like special connection that uh, <laughs> that you know they had because they're half Japanese. I, look, look, it's <laughs> the, the Easter philosophy. Yeah, they they like they had some type of like. Uh, Zen part of their souls that they saw in each other and they just mixed into this you know like kind of um, uh, fucking dubious relationship (laughs) yeah Uh, okay so uh, Diana so basically Michael keeps on like um, going after Michelle and uh Michelle, what? Okay, so <laughs> so Michael keeps on going after Diana, uh-huh. and finally Diana falls for it. Apparently, Diana uh, isn't like awesome at life. She's in her thirties, and she um, never had any like. She doesn't have any husband. Any prospects? Prospects? Of anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it was kind of like a harsh. Uh, uh, you know, um, treatment of her. Like, you don't know her yeah, life. Yeah, like, they painted her with a very yeah. negative brush. Yeah. yeah, they're like, you know, she, ha- she doesn't have any prospects. Well, maybe she fucking reached Nirvana and you don't know about it. <laughs> you know, so why don't you back off, Sean, Detective Connery, whatever your name is? You know, yeah, and then my brain, like, my brain trust wasn't any better. They would yeah. just rip her apart, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, your your Western mind can't comprehend <laughs> the peace she feels inside herself. All she needs is a fucking clerk job at Avance, but she's good with everything else because she knows uh, what, you know, true peace and zen feels like but anyway clearly that's all bullshit because of what she does in the future but we're gonna get to that in a second <laughs> so um yeah so now um michael and dan are, are 
kind of getting together and they start actually having sex at work which uh, all the co-workers basically knew about it yeah and it seems like they were super annoyed about it they, yeah yeah they you, were, gotta, you gotta pick up somebody's uh you know yeah they're like where, where shit yeah you know? But they were basically like... They just like, left the milk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, uh, hey, can we get a... Uh, can we get a, you know, Diana to man, like, register for... And then somebody else on the live speaker is like, I think she's fucking in a van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean again? Yes, again. Like, <laughs> like that, se- that, like that scene from a uh, from airplane where it's just like people on the loudspeaker having to fight with each other. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, man, that grocery store is just so kooky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must be. You know, like, don't get me wrong. This is a tragedy, but um, imagine how much fun it would have been just to be like a coworker and see all this shit go down. <laughs> It's true. And, yeah, and then they're like at a party, and someone's like, "Man, I had a crazy day at work. Like today, like I had a woman come in and she was like yelling about her husband, and then like you're like, well, I got you beat." <laughs> okay, so anyway, they started having sex at work. Oh yeah, which uh, wasn't fun. The coworkers. This is a quote from uh, Michael, from um, uh, Michael Daly's. Hawaiian Mike's uh, defense attorney. This is a, uh, I'm, I'm quoting here. And they didn't particularly like Diana because Diana was not the kind of person that you would like. So, and, and I love his defense attorney because he's like just so matter of fact and he just tells it like it is. Yeah. I th- and, and he clearly did not dress up for like his interview. Oh, he was, he was raw. He was raw. I mean, that quote right there, it, that quote right there is just like this whole case in a nutshell. So, um, the manager ends up, uh, so clearly this is a problem that, uh, Michael keeps on fucking Diana in cars and parking lots in, in, in the parking lot of the, uh, grocery store that they work in. On the clock. So. On the clock. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, that is funny. Yeah, yeah. What am I, a porn star? I'm getting paid the fuck? Wow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so what the manager did was he ended up switching the shifts. Uh, so he put um, Diana's shift during the day and Michael's shifts, shift was stayed at night. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, which is just him being like, you know what? Well, it's not my problem anymore. Wait, I think... When the manager, like, switched their shifts, that might have even, like, fucked up Mike and Sherry's marriage even more. Because now they have to find time other than work to fuck. <coughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, um, like, so, the truth is, like... So uh, the manager's really guilty for all of this. That is uh, one funny. hell of a leap. <laughs> and, and the logical, you know, thing that is this case. Sure. Uh, I mean, you know, Hawaiian Mike's and, and Sherry Guess's murder... Uh, no, Hawaiian Mike's and Sherry's marriage was f- <laughs> fucked from almost the beginning because this guy is clearly um, Hawaiian Mike. Yeah, he's Hawaiian. Yeah, he's clearly Hawaiian Mike. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, Michael. Uh, basically, what happens is Hawaiian Mike, uh, you know, starts flaunting. The affair, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, at first, 
right? When he started having sex with other people, it was just anonymous prostitutes, right? Yeah. Which is something that Sherry didn't enjoy. Sure. But at least they were anonymous prostitutes. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) But but, uh, as soon as it switched to Sherry... Uh, I, I mean, Diana. as soon as it switched to Diana, Dirty D, uh, she started like, he started like uh, really flaunting that, and he did not give a fuck. He didn't. It was yeah. insane. So he actually had a pillow with uh, Diana's face on it, and they. That's like next level right there. Y'all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right, and they put it in her bed, and he would not let um, Sherry remove the pillow. Yeah, which is insane. Imagine that conversation. It's yeah, just like, I'm going to need you to get rid of that pillow. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, no fucking way. You know who this is? This is yeah. fucking Diana. Yeah, this is the girl I've been having sex with. She stays. Back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he was trying to, like, like work Sherry up to, like, a little threesome situation. That's, like, like, that's like kind of what I was thinking. Though. Yeah, like, he'd be like, so we're going to start with this pillow. <laughs> and then eventually, this pillow will be another person. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it weren't like this. If we're going to start with a pillow. Then we're going to move to a body pillow. <laughs> then we're going to move to a blow-up doll. Then we're going to move to a sex doll, one of those ones that costs a lot of money uh, on the uh, internet. Uh, a real doll. Yep. And then we're going to move. And basically, what's going to happen is she's not going to even notice. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 that's called being sick. Sly, all right. I'm Hawaiian Mike. I know my shit. I can get away with murder. Um, you know, it's it, so anyway. I'm gonna trick my wife into sleeping with a lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just uh, uh, completely insane at this part. Like, I couldn't even like fathom uh, being in a relationship. Like, imagine like having a girlfriend, and then all of a sudden, like she brings in like a pillow with like. Todd's face on it. It just says Todd, you know? And like parentheses, guy I've been fucking. And then he puts it right in between you guys. Once again, and this is according once again to the defense attorney of Hawaii Mike, uh, Michael F. Farley. Um, the reason why Michael liked Diana more than Sherry is because she was not your average missionary position person. Diana uh, was not one of your missionary uh, position people. And I think his wife is not like that. So I think that just excited him. Which, I'm like, yeah, I get that, Mike. Yeah, which is, um, uh, to me, is uh, completely fucking crazy. So, uh, okay. Missionary is the best part of I don't, sex. Mike was, uh, Mike was trying to throw him back shots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Exactly. What are what are back shots? It's like I'm saying that the doggy. He was going. He was trying to go doggy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Trying to go doggy. Though. I mean, doggy's fine. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> doggy is not missionary. Doggy's fine. But it, all right. First off, you know we got to remember that uh, for this this you know attorney. We don't even know if he fucking knows what you know he's talking about. Maybe Sherry w- would be all about the doggy or whatever. It, but all I'm saying is like everybody, you know. All right. So my whole life. <laughs> People are like, oh, she's just vanilla. She's just, uh, not cheap, but like, you know, it's just like, oh, vanilla missionary. What's wrong with missionary? Missionary is great. Missionary, you get to choose the pace 
and uh, it's just a lot of fun. You get to like really uh, take it. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, but that being said, like, why can't you like maybe like start a missionary and then flip it to Doggy and then like flip all these different styles? He's uh, yeah. He I mean, wanted her to look back at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> there's no evidence that that's that, that's not what Sherry did, you know. But well, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna trust the lawyer on this one, man. Really? I, I, that, I, that shirt, I think he knows he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't trust that lawyer to um, insert something that uh, you would not. Well, okay, whatever. I don't trust that lawyer. <laughs> I don't trust that guy. I think he's a big fat piece of shit, and I think that um, he's your typical. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna talk a big game because that's like because I'm on this TV show. I I, I would be surprised if he did even more murder cases than this one. Plus, he lost this case. He totally fucking lost the case. And man, he has some very strong opinions about Diana. Well, he has to. Like legally, he well, has to have them. Well, yeah, you know, because what was she? A wacko. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I say she's a wacko, that's what I mean. She was a wacko. He made that very good. Yeah, he said that shit like five times. <laughs> he did, yeah. He goes, yeah, he goes, he's a wacko. And when I say wacko, I mean wacko. And uh, so you just know that this is a guy, when he says something, he means what he says. Mm-hmm. You know? Which I, I can commend, man. Yeah. He's like, he, to him. Yeah. Rest in peace. It, yeah. It's, it's like there's somebody out there being like, I'm glad he clarified that. Because when he said wacko, I thought he meant very nice, sane person. So who knew? You know? Who knew? Yeah, people throw around wacko just all willy-nilly. You know why I think he said that? Because the show was from Canada. Mm. It, right? It was produced in Canada. Yeah, Canadian Fa- production. Fatal Vows is produced in Canada. Well, all, all like these like shows that are like true crime, whatever stuff with terrible reenactments, I would say like 80% of them are all produced in Canada. How the fuck do you know that, Nick? Did you just pull that out of your ass? No. How, I, the, how could you possibly know that? I fucking watch a lot of this shit and I just great... notice in the credits and I'm like, True. oh shit, this was made in Canada. Really? Yeah. I love some what other shows? TV shows, yo. Uh, occult crimes. Um, I don't know. Like all these things similar to Fatal Vows, all of them are made in Canada. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah, just trust me on this. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. Let's get back to it. Yeah, let's bring it back all on right, the rails. All right. All right. So, uh, well, where we are at the story is um, basically, uh, you know, Michael is like, I'm having sex with Sherry and I don't care who knows. Uh, fuck. Okay. I keep on mixing it up. All right. Okay. I'm having sex with Diana and I don't care who knows, even Sherry. And I put her pillow in my bed and, uh, you know, and you could do whatever because fuck you. I'm having sex with this girl. And even during Christmas, uh, Michael took the boys to Diana's house to celebrate. So he really is some grimy shit. Yeah. That is like. That's unforgivable, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like, that's like, you know, yeah, I should have been in there. But I guess she really liked Hawaiian Mike. Yeah. It's true. With, yeah. I guess just Diana, they didn't really go into details, so it's like... What? It, like, with just Diana, it wasn't like her family or anything. No, just, they did not go into details. But I assume that it would, like, that's just something that you would just do with your lover, right? You wouldn't, like... Uh, bring them to another party with like other people to 
because then you would have to explain who Diana was. People would be like, so how do you two know each other? He was like, well, actually, I'm cheating on my wife with her. So it's just it's crazy. Yeah, and he's like, but don't worry. She knows about it. No, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all good. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. It, yeah. It's a little bit complicated. I'm actually... So I met her and uh, I started uh, fucking her behind my wife's back. But don't worry because we're going to murder her. So it's okay. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Well, right. I guess I had too much eggnog because I just thought I heard you say, you know. All right. Anyway, uh, at this point, um, uh, so there's, there's a... Uh, Diana, Sherry knows about Diana Michael. Mm -hmm. And on January 12th, 1996, uh, Sherry confronts Michael and Diana. Uh, so basically she's like going to get in there. Apparently Sherry was like a very strong woman and she wasn't going to take this shit lying down. She was going to say, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get in people's faces. I'm going to say, hey, stop fucking her you know stuff yeah, like that she's like i'm gonna make this marriage work yeah we yeah. have kids like she really believed that she could remedy the whole relationship and like yeah she, bring mike into the fold she was a strong independent woman yes uh but even after that first of original uh confrontation the affair continued mm -hmm. then in march of 1996 sherry then again confronts diana this time outside of work and um once again, uh, I'm just stating from what I gathered from the reenactment, which clearly has nothing to do with real life. But in the reenactment, uh, basically, Sherry, um, or yeah, Sherry was like, You could take my kids and husband over my dead body. And then Diana was like, Well, maybe I will. Yeah, and then she like storms off. She's like, Bam! Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, just once again, like, um, you know, these, these producers really know how to, like, really load the suspense pump on up, what's going to happen. Pump up the drama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, on 5-6-96, that's May 6, 1996, mm -hmm. Michael returns home from an overnight, sh overnight shift. The driveway is full of parents ready to drop off their kids. Uh, for the daycare center that Sherry runs. Yes. Out of the crib. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but Sherry is nowhere to be found. <gasps> mm-hmm. So um, what ends up happening is Michael calls the Ventura cops. But they do, uh, but they inform him that you know, they can't take a missing persons report until uh, 72 hours after someone was missing. Probably dead. Yeah, they're probably dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it, it, the funny thing about this is that, um, you know, he basically made himself uh, clearly a suspect by being way too anxious to report it right well yeah and he was like she probably got kidnapped yeah kidnapped. yeah so yeah so if like if you have a roommate and you come home and your roommate's not home uh and if you call the police to be like my roommate's not home i think she got kidnapped the police will be like well clearly you murdered your roommate so now we're gonna arrest you like that's how it's gonna work you know 
Um, so like he was, he clearly uh, made himself way more suspicious by inferring suspicion when right there was the exactly. He even called uh, Sherry's mom and was like, "Hi, Sherry's mom. Um, your daughter got kidnapped. I knew she got kidnapped. <coughs> obviously, she got nabbed like a motherfucker. Exactly." Uh, so basically, like, he inferred all these suspicious circumstances, which uh, make people be like, I, don't, I think you might have murdered some, your wife, you know? Um, so uh, basically what happened was the people that were going to drop off the kids mm-hmm. at the daycare center were like, you know what? Ventura is not a very big town. We'll look for her. Yeah, it's not like I need to be at work or someplace that I needed to be before. Anyway, I'm just dropping off my kids because I don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, that's uh, it, it says a lot about the community of Ventura because yeah, I know that's, yeah, that's, that's real shit. Yeah. Yeah. If I yeah, if I went missing. Um, and somebody was like, Aaron's was missing. They would be like, oh, crazy. And then be like, mm, I got to finish my uh, having this thought that I was thinking about. <laughs> you know, and then I got to eat some pizza and go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, I would no love, one gives shit. I would love to go look for Aaron, but this new show just premiered on Netflix. And- <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, if uh, I think if any of us went missing, we would just be missing, and then and then like people would be like, "Hey, did you hear Aaron's been missing?" And he's like, "Oh, that's crazy." Anyway, uh, did you see like the last season premiere of The Path? It was crazy, you know. <laughs> so okay, so on uh, in May of nineteen ninety six, Sherry goes missing. Uh, the the search party. The, um, oh shit! I wrote this down. The daycare <laughs> center search party, which is like the best band name I think I've heard in a long time. What kind of band would they be though? Uh, like maybe a family band with like uh, you know, mother and father and like they're like uh, sixteen like Mormon children. Okay, like the Partridge family. Sort of, but like with more children. So and in, uh, in 1996, Sherry uh, guess is missing. Uh, the the um. Day Center search party ends up finding her van in a department store parking lot, which turns out to be a Target. Target. They find her keys in the ignition, and her license is attached to the keys. Hmm. So, uh... It went from not suspicious to very suspicious, because you don't leave that shit in your car. Yeah, it went from, like, not suspicious to, like, this woman's fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... The purchases she, she made, it was for a mother day, and the purchases she made were still in the van. So that night, police came over to pick up a picture of Sherry from Michael's house. Michael was not home, uh, but the officers could hear a phone ringing. Yeah, they had dispatch called the house. Yeah, exactly. And he did not pick up. So that's very suspicious. If you have a wife and she goes missing, uh, be at your fucking house. Because yeah, if you're not, uh, you probably murdered her. Yeah, 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 fair enough. You don't know what cops think. Yeah. As they say in that uh, movie Bully, there's a line in Bully where like the best friend was like, but I'm his best friend. They shouldn't suspect me. And, and the guy's like, you don't know how these motherfuckers think. Yo, you know? that was wild, man. I forgot about that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we did an episode on that case. The murder oh, of Bobby Cat. Yeah, yeah. But... yeah. The next day after she was missing and they found the van, 
uh, a female detective says that her sister uh, was at a local department store and witnessed a woman being arrested who matched the, the description of Sherry. Of Sherry. Of Sherry. Of yeah. Sherry, yeah. And basically what she said was there was a teal-colored Nissan Altima who stopped right before Sherry's van and a woman wearing a business suit basically came out and engaged Sherry, right? Okay. And the woman then puts her into the Nissan Altima and uh, what the cops kind of um, gained from this is they thought that a, another law enforcement agency came into the jurisdiction without notifying them and basically arrested uh, Sherry. Just swooped on her. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, you know, I guess they only thought for about two seconds because then they're like, oh, wait a second. There's no reason that any of the, she would be arrested for anything, you know. True. Yeah. And also, like, uh, you would think, like, they would have better tabs on, you know, outside law enforcement. Yeah, you never know, though, man. It's California. It's a big state. A lot of moving parts. <laughs> okay. All right. A lot of moving parts. <laughs> Someone's getting, like, ringed out for, like, uh, you know, not knowing this faster. And he's like, yeah, but there's a lot of moving parts. So, <laughs> so basically, um, the police tell – so the police, like, you know, start pounding the pavement. To see see exactly what the fuck happened to Sherry and what the people tell her that that the police have interviewed is you need to uh, interview a woman named Diana Han. Who all day? Yeah, Han. 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 Yes. Um, so they ended up going to Diana's house. This is great, and and they <laughs> they ended up going to Diana's house. And Michael's car was parked outside. Uh oh. So they already know Michael's in there. And she opens the door, and she opens the door in lingerie. Ooh, fancy. Yes, very revealing lingerie. Oh, scandalous. Yes. And Michael comes out wearing just a pair of shorts. Of course, because yeah. they just got done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, in, in my mind, and I, I don't know how this really turned out, but in my mind, I would like to think that Michael is wearing, like, mesh shorts, the one you could, like, see your dick through, you know? <laughs> that would be really um, be funny great. for me, That'd you know? That would be Hawaiian mic for him. Exactly, right? Yeah, textbook Hawaiian mic. Yeah. yeah, and, like, several times the, uh, the cop uh, interviewing Mike was, like, uh, kept on like you know s sneaking a peek not not <laughs> not because like he was you know not because he like wanted to look at his dick but you have you ever like have you ever been talking to somebody in that situation like I've, I've been in a couple situations where someone some dude was just wearing mesh shorts or sweatpants and you know you could just you're like oh man that's your dick and for whatever reason when you're talking to that person your eyes just kept getting drawn <laughs> to the to the ridge that is their dick that you could clearly see through their sweatpants slash mesh shorts. Sure. That's never happened to me, but I feel like I've been on the opposite side of that. I was gonna say that like, <laughs> I got I was told uh by the the uh the uh, wife of the owner of the bar that I used to work at that I couldn't wear sweatpants to work anymore. Because your dick was showing? I guess so. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> but you, I guess they did. Were you wearing underwear underneath uh, your sweatpants? Uh, oh, okay. 
Yeah, well... Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Did you say sweatpants? Yeah. Oh, that's because they wear sweatpants. You can't wear sweatpants in public. Hey, man. That's <laughs> the rule. Philadelphia, no, that's like, you know, you look funny if you don't have sweatpants on. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because, yeah... I, I Philadelphia is the sweatpants capital. Oh, okay, fair enough. I did not know that. Yeah. I what? I mean, what is? What do you think that says about a city where like it's cool just to wear sweatpants anywhere? And people like to be comfortable. Okay. All drugs. Right. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol and drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there there was a whole like Seinfeld episode I think where they were like, yeah, you just. You can't wear sweatpants to anything except if you're in your house working out. That's it. You see, yeah, I've got on sweatpants right now, actually. Really? Yeah, bro. Oh, well, those are really nice sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. And it has a fly. Oh, wait, I, that's your sweatshirt. I, I tried I tried to, like, do it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tried yeah. to, like, be classy with my sweatpants. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, you got a black sweatshirt. You got a black sweatpants, black hat. You look like a ninja right now. I, I am, actually. <laughs> yeah. I cascaded uh, down the, the the train. Oh yeah? yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, I kind of like hopped off the joint. Was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I also very silently killed the abductor. Or, yeah, 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 you know, I'm saying. Well, all right, cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so. Where were we? We're talking about sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, we got to hear about sweatpants for a second. Mike, yeah. Mike and his Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about... We were talking about... We were talking about things you wear that you could see your dick through. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it's, it, and it's like, there's like... And this can even go f- f- further, this conversation, because it's like, are you circumcised or are you not circumcised? Because... <laughs> If you're circumcised, your ridge is more prominent in the mesh or the or the sweatpants. But if you're not, it kind of like it's you could still see the bulge, but you can't see like the the definition the ridge. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, Hawaiian Mike. Hawaiian and, Mike. <laughs> yeah, and and I would say that Hawaiian Mike. There's a good chance that he was not circumcised. That, that's what I was gonna say, yo. That's crazy, yeah. yo. You, you, you know, it might go with the name. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can we like? Did, like did, wait, wait, does anybody know whether or not it's customary in Japan to circumcise your baby? I I believe it's not. You believe it's not? No. Is know. that just something that you just said, or do uh, you have it, any? It, well, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. Right. I yeah, I, I believe they do not. Okay. I have no evidence to back this up. Exactly. That's what I said. That's, when, when I said, when I said, did you just say that? That's what I meant. Yes. You know, Japan circumcision. How do you spell? I have circum- no Jap- idea. Japanese circumcision. People said no. Official statistics on male circumcision circumcision exists. The surgery has never been mandatory for infants in in. And it is rare among adults. Well, that's obvious. Who are largely circumcised at beauty beauty salons? What the fuck? What? Uh, the procedure... The toenail clipper. Is largely... Oh, oh gross. <laughs> is largely commercialized as a cosmetic surgery to boost maleness and to satisfy the sexual desires of Japanese women. 
so, okay, Michael comes out wearing a pair of shorts. Uh, the night, so basically, uh, this is very weird for the cops because mm -hmm. the cops are all like, um, your wife is missing and you go spend the night with the person you you make love to on the side. It'd that, be like, my wife's cool with it, though. We yeah. have the pillow. We got yeah. the pillow. But, but then... But then uh, I showed him the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. But then if his wife was uh, alive, I'm sure she would say something along the lines of, I was never cool with it. <laughs> I always hated that pillow. True, true. And... Uh, Sherry or Diana murdered me. All right, anyway. Uh, so basically, the cops are very suspicious at this point. And um, the, the police end up talking to Diana Hahn and Michael Daly alone. They sequester them. Mm -hmm. And they say, uh, basically to Diana, they want, them, they want her to give them a written statement of the day Sherry went missing, which was uh, May 6, 1996. Mm -hmm. And basically, Diana writes that she was on her bicycle all day, which, talk about a criminal mastermind. Yeah, that's yeah. like, oh, quite God. possibly the worst alibi ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just on my bike, you yeah, know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter where I was. I was on my bike, though. Yeah. I wasn't, like, in a Nissan or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little kid, and I love to bicycle all day long, you know? <laughs> They're like, well, clearly somebody with, you know, the intelligence of a, you know, eight-year-old couldn't have murdered this woman. All right, so um, basically she's like, I've been riding my bike all day. Uh, Michael tells police that he was home the night that Sherry went missing, which is a lie. Yeah, because the cops knew he wasn't home. Yeah. Because the cops went to his house and uh, basically knocked on the door. Yeah, and in the phone call. And in the phone and call. And, and, and yes. Dude was not so, fucking home. So that's like the number one lie he was like mixed up in. Well. Well, so far. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of Diana's co-workers uh, tells the cops that she had um, scratches on her forehead when she came into work on May 6th, the day Sherry went missing. An hour late. An hour late, yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, basically the cops uh, make her pull the hair back and they see the scratches. So um, they ask how the scratches got there. And she says that she fell off her bike. But the thing about that is that her falling off the bike wasn't in the written statement mm -hmm. that she gave the cops. Also, sort of unlikely, because uh, if you fall off your bike, you're not just going to get scratches on your head. You're going to get scratches a lot of other places. Well, they said that she would, like, put her arms out to try and, like, not fall. You know, like, you'd have scratches on Yeah, yeah, bike. exactly. Where I disagree with that. You could crash on a bike... And not put your arms out and fall straight on your head. It yeah. is possible. Or then, fall, yeah. you know, fall, fall sideways and, 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 and catch the ground with your head. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 you know that theory does not have legs. You know. So um, basically, the cops see the scratches and ask how they got there, and then she says she fell off her bike. So the cops were like, "Bullshit." Uh, so then they started checking out uh, rental car places because the Nissan seemed like a car you would rent from somebody. And a week later, they ran into um, they ran Diana's name 
at a rent-a-car place at the Oxnard Airport and mm. found that she had rented a blue-green uh, slash Nissan <clears throat> on May 5th, the day before Sherry went missing. No, no, Nissan. Yeah. And uh, these, uh, Diana returned the car with a broken rearview mirror. What a bee. So what ended up happening is the... Um, rent-a-car place, had to take it to a place in Van Nuys, which is another place in Southern California. Uh, and um, so when the cops... So, so they didn't clean it out immediately. They had to take it to this place in Van Nuys first. So the cops were able to get the car before it got like kind of cleaned by the services of the rent-a-car place. Sure. And when the cops got to it, they found out that there was just a buttload of evidence inside there. Just a buttload. Buttload. A lot of, lot of, lot of evidence. And by evidence, I mean uh, they found blood in the carpets, the floorboard, and the seats. There was just blood everywhere. So, yes. Blood. There was, yeah, the blood. I, w- I wouldn't say, like, I, it, it probably wasn't, like, um... A slasher movie blood it was more like traces that you probably couldn't see unless you took like a real close look a little black light action exactly yeah like a little like I'm Dexter and I have all these like funny tricks okay so basically uh, Diane is now in the police custody and they're all kind of like you know hitting her with all this knowledge we know about this we know about that we know about this we know about that uh you don't look like you did not murder this person. <laughs> In fact, you look like you murdered her. And uh, at this point, uh, Diana asked to see Michael. So the cops let her see Michael. Uh, they let Michael come into the room with Diana while they're in police custody and they leave the room, hopefully so they could say something incriminating. Oh. Yeah, because clearly um, these two people, when it comes to um, uh, crimes, are um, not very good. They're they kind of, they make a lot of stupid <clears throat> mistakes. Yeah, they're kind of crummy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, even um, one of those uh, experts on the show were like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to say it. Uh, Diana was uh, kind of incompetent when it came to murder. Yeah, that's my man, uh, Dr. Brian over there. Yeah, yeah. Dr. B. So it, where the hell would we be if Dr. Brian wasn't on that show, right? We wouldn't know who killed who. Who, who knows? <laughs> anyway, um, so Michael comes in, and Michael basically states to Diana... Well, he doesn't really say anything. He just tried to calm her down, and he starts telling Diana to say hi, but hi. but not hi. but not the white people hi, not the way white people say it. He started, uh, you know, telling her, you know, look at me, look at me, and he was saying hi, and not like a greeting, but like the Japanese karate, and he and he say say it, say it, and she says was like hi, and he goes no, look hi. at me, look at my eyes, hi. hi, and she starts going hi, 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 hi. And it was like watching somebody pump up a, a deflated balloon. He told her in that interview that uh, we had nothing, the police have nothing, that we're bluffing, and that they are going to walk out of there that day. But I mean, what what a weird fucking scene <laughs> with, with just two people in this like room, 
and one of them going, "Hi, say it, hi, hi." Yeah. <laughs> Eastern it, connections, man. Yeah, and, and, and then and one of them is like, "How does this have to do anything with murder?" You know. <laughs> Um, right? So if, if you were a detective and like a person came in and started like being like, uh, all right, well, we're going to drop it. All right. Anyway, they, uh, basically what ends up happening. So Michael tells Diana that they don't have anything. You're going to walk out of here. And he was only half right because they had enough probable cause to arrest Diana, but not enough to charge her with anything. Um, then the media started picking up this case, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, a wig company from Oxnard basically uh, called the police department. And the wig company said, hello, we are a wig company. And recently, a woman bought a wig from us that looks very much like Diana Hahn. And when she bought the wig, what she said was, uh, I needed to look official, like a cop. Hmm. Shout out to our sponsor, Beautyland in Jersey City. Yes. Beautyland, are you tired of your marriage? Do you want to escape and do something else with your life? Well, go to Beautyland. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where, Where you can get a wig and then put it on and then you'll totally get away with whatever you're planning. Uh, no questions asked or otherwise your money half back. (laughs) Beautyland. Where, where a man can murder and start a new life at beauty land. There we go. I think we're onto something there. Okay. Anyway. That's great. Okay. Uh, um, uh, a strict asterisk. Asterisk. Beauty land is not really our sponsor. All right. So. Um, basically, the cops end up being like uh, Diana was on Diana did something I could tell uh, that whole Haya scene made me really suspicious so they started checking her bank records they started checking her bank records and as soon as they saw uh, Diana's bank records they were just like Haya they they saw a lot of really crazy purchases prior to the disappearance of Sherry Guess including Shoes, a suit, a women's like business suit. Yes, Nick, <laughs> a woman's business suit. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God you clarified that. <laughs> think about how confused how confused the six people listening to this would would be. <laughs> okay, so shoes, a women's business suit. Thank you. Crazy glue. Windproof matches, trash bags, lighter fluid, and an axe. And an axe. And an axe. So, all right. So, cops discover that uh, Diana was into witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and then they actually act, um, uh, uh, interviewed a co-worker who said that Diana intended to do a human sacrifice for her boyfriend's birthday. Harsh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this part of the story, which was actually in Fatal Vows, um, I think it's it was just the producers being like, let's just 
put that in there because it sounds juicy. And it clearly has nothing to do with the fucking murder, right? Mm. There's a lot of people into a lot of shit. It doesn't mean you murdered anybody. Like, witchcraft is just one of those things that, like, it's kind of trendy to be into sometimes. Sure. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't mean jack shit, you know? It's it's like it's like I watched the, uh, uh, what's that movie? What was that movie with Neff Campbell? With the witches. Oh, the craft. Oh, yeah. Craft. Yeah. 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 That, that shit yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and then we found a week later that she saw the craft. Well, it does, that doesn't fucking matter because. <laughs> Everyone saw the craft. Everyone saw the craft. Exactly. Right? The jaws were high. Yo. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like one time I thought about it's like it's like if you went ever went to a um, a psychic right which I have been and it's like <laughs> you murdered someone and then like a week or like uh, and you're a suspect and they're like and then we found out that this guy went to a psychic so clearly uh, he's just out off his rocker and like believes in all this stuff and it, it, he definitely murdered his wife's girl oh, okay whatever you know it's just, <laughs> it's just not proof that you murdered anyone that's all I'm saying right like you ever been to a psychic buddy nah well kind of see we, see? Had, a, we had a school fair and one of my teachers was a fortune teller and uh it's pretty weird alright <laughs> yeah. I uh I once went to a, a tarot card reading and uh um, tarot cards are bullshit. Never go to tarot cards. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was just the woman who read the tarot cards, but this girl was just did not give a fuck, right? She's like, so this is the card of death. It means that, um, uh, you know, it means that, like, it's that someday uh, you will die. And this is the card of, you know, um, a, you got the Joker, which means that, like, someone someday will say something funny in your life. And the whole time I'm like, will I be on Conan? You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, and she was like, well, you got the death card and the Joker card. So what that means is, uh, you know, um, that someday you will die and someday before you die, someone will say something funny. And I was like, I fucking hate you <laughs> and uh, what are you doing at this bar giving people false hope okay <laughs> you know and she probably and that whole like that whole uh, human sacrifice thing she might she probably just said that to be like she would probably just being facetious yeah, and funny yeah yeah probably yeah, yeah. so um and no one liked her at work so probably nobody got her sense of humor exactly yeah so I'm, all True. I'm saying is like uh, this was something that the um that the producers of the show were just being like, uh, you know what? What do we got? We got like, what, 30 minutes? The show's got to be like 42. All right, so let's put this whole um, bullshit about uh, 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 witchcraft in there. You know, it's like people won't know the difference. Uh, basically, at this point, they know that Diana basically went, uh, basically killed Sherry. So they started like uh, learning a little bit more about the rental car. They found out that uh, there was 126 miles clocked on the rental car. Mm -hmm. And the search leads them to a place that she drove out to called Kanata Larga Road. Kanata. Kanata. which is on the edge of Ventura. And apparently it's really a rural place. And then, uh, so they start... Um, focusing their investigation on Canada. 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 You got this. Canada? 
Kenyatta. 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 All right, so a search party then finds the 35-year-old remain of the homemaker, Sherry, on June 1st, 1996, 26 days after she was reported missing. Hmm. And it looks like her head was severed from her body with an axe. Sheesh. Yeah. I wonder where the axe came from. <laughs> well, she bought it. Remember? That's one of the... Okay. It, it, well, you, oh, you being... Okay, all right. I did it again. <laughs> good. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Good for you, Nick. All right. Okay, so uh, basically they find the human re- remains. Um, apparently it starts off with like a pair of sunglasses and a shoe and then they like keep on searching and they find some uh, a bra thing yeah a brazier, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. something like that yeah. and they kind of like um, place it all together and what the cops think that happened is uh, Diana uh, basically took Sherry she, Diana thought she uh, dressed like a cop took Sherry to Kenyatta uh, Larga Road uh, there was a struggle in the back seat, and then Diana basically kills Sherry, tries to dismember her, and uh, they finally charged Diana on August first, three months after her, three months after Sherry's disappearance. That's pretty quick. That is pretty quick. Well, like uh, like um, Doctor Brian said earlier, uh, yeah. she was not good at murder. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she she really had tunnel vision on this one. So yeah, she yeah. was uh, not on point with it. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was, yeah. No, you're right. She was she, not on point. She was not on point. Yeah. Point was not what she was on. <laughs> she was on everything but point. She uh, not not using her eastern philosophy skills. All right. So, um, basically what ended up happening was uh, they arrested Diana and uh, they charged her with murder on August 1st, uh, three months after the disappearance. And they still believe that Michael was involved somehow. Otherwise, how could of Diana knew where Sherry was the morning that she was abducted? Sure. Right? Uh, so they kept on... Uh, you know, doing research and stuff like that. And they finally got enough evidence to arrest Michael on November 16th, 1996. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Diana was... um, Basically, they found that that Diana was in constant contact with Michael ever since she abducted Sherry, right? So basically, every step of the way, she was calling Michael and being like, I abducted Sherry, what's next? Uh, you know, and, and then he's like, he's like, murder her. He's like, okay, murdered. What's next? And he's like, well, wash off the blood. And he, she goes, wash off the blood. What's next? You know, but apparently, like, hey, you want a bone? Yeah, exactly. But apparently, um, she didn't listen to Michael that well because she didn't wipe off all the blood. On September twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven, uh, Diana was convicted of kidnapping, conspiracy to murder, and first degree murder, and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Wow. All for the D. Yeah. All for the D? Yeah. You mean death, right? Huh? Death? All for the D? No. Oh, for the dick. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all, right. all right. I thought you meant, I thought you meant, okay. No, she got the, she got the, uh, the, the mesh short dick. Yeah, she did. No. It was more than dick, though, for her, I think. I think there was yeah, a deeper she, connection. Like an Asian connection. Yeah. yeah. Eastern yeah. connection. Oh, my Eastern. God. That was so racist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, that's just who you are, Nick. <laughs> Nicholas Luna, you know, super racist against Asian people. Anybody listening, I think we should just come out and say it. Racist Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, Ew, if people are going to keep on being our friends, they got to know sometimes. Hey, some of my best friends are Asian people. <laughs> oh, 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 you just cleared it all up right in that statement. You just cleared it all up. <laughs> all right. Uh, finally, on April 6th, 1998, Michael is convicted of kidnapping, conspiracy murder, and first-degree murder of Sherry Guess. And she, he is also sentenced to life without parole. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that ends the saga, basically, of uh, Hawaiian Mike. Hawaiian Mike, man. R.I.P. Hawaiian Mike. Well, he's not dead yet. Well, I mean, yeah, but you well, know, Mike is dead, but yeah. Mike is still around. But Michael Daly's, yeah, yeah he's, he's Michael Daly now. He, yeah, he's, he's pro- not looking so Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he ain't Hawaiian no more. He, I bet he's not having that much fun in prison, but I bet he looks a whole lot better. Like, have you ever seen people like, um, if you watch a lot of prison documentaries, you'll see like people. Uh, when they commit the crime and they look like shit, yeah. and then like they they'll be like um, sentenced to like you know twenty three years in prison, and if when they interviewed ten years later they look amazing, yeah. <laughs> and that's because all there is to do in prison is to like work out. You know, and then also get like probably like sexually assaulted and whatnot. Well, but I'm and, saying, and the food's super shitty too, so it's not like you're eating like a glutton. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Just like, yeah. I'm just gonna eat this so I don't die, but uh, yeah, bad, I'm gonna trade this for something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like uh, I mean, they like that's the thing about prison. It's like you're gonna, it's gonna suck. And your whole life is probably going to fall apart, but you're going to look amazing when you get out. <laughs> it's just absolutely awesome. And you're going to have a bunch of cool skills, like auto body, uh, you know how to make license plates. Like, who knows that? Nobody. Unless you've been in prison. If you known that before, he might have been able to, like, dip out. Exactly. Yeah. He'll, he'll know how to do laundry, not just for himself, but for, like, thousands of people at a time. It takes a village. That's a skill. Man. That is a skill. What else will he learn in prison? Um, uh, you know how probably how to defend himself. True. Right. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I think I think we hit this one pretty hard, uh, buddy. You got some plugs? Uh, check out my, my new project. It's called Hawaiian Mike. <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, but for real, look out. Uh, we got some Black Terminator stuff coming. Uh, we have a project called Givage coming, you know, for all my people. It's that folk wild rap right here. Givage, Givage, What is that about? That's like, uh, you know, when you like st- stuff the the ducks and the geese to make folk wild. Like that's the technique. Get the fuck out of here! What is that? So you make a rap song about how to stuff duck into. Uh, I have a, a project chicken? that is, uh, you know, it's you know, it's, it's based around it. We got like a uh, the cover is like a, a old lady stuffed into a older lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually stuffing gold coins down the throat of a goose. Wow, that's some dark shit. Yeah, vegans aren't gonna like my album, but yeah. I used to be vegan, so we can argue. Okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Yeah. What um, th- so it's it's a whole it's a whole album about 
stuffing animals into other animals? Well, it's, it's kind of the central theme. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. I mean, that sounds delicious to me. I, I you know, I could go for some duck right now. You know. You know. Um. Thank you for uh, listening to the um, Hawaiian Mike story. We do a show in Jersey City at a place called Pet Shop the first Wednesday of each month. So feel free to come on by. For What's in the Box? For Yeah, it's called What's in the Box, <laughs> which is named after um, the thing that Brad Pitt yells in Seven. And then uh, check out our website, loveisamazing.com, where we have all our previous episodes. Uh, we have sketches on there as well. Um... We are on the iTunes, uh, whatever, podcast store, Stitcher, Overcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at loveisamazingyo. Um, and email us at loveisamazingbutt oh, yeah, no, at gmail.com. Yeah, or info at loveisamazing.com because we have that too. Wait, we have, two, we have two email addresses? I won't go into details, but yes, we do. Um, uh, look 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 at us look at us with two email addresses uh big shout out to our editor uh ano levine and uh thank you isaac striker for our theme song peace everyone peace love is amazing but it's also bullshit and it might also get you murdered